0: It's a loom group's Andrea Lay, PacView's Melissa Burdick, special guest Jackie Donowski from Flywheel, and I'm PVSB, also from Flywheel. Before we get to the CPG Guys episode you've downloaded, it's the week of May 13th, and it's time for the Fresh Four Four curated news stories from the past week. We find them polyhistorically intriguing. We hope you do too. They're brought to you through our partnership with RetailWit, your one-stop shop for retail industry intelligence and news. RetailWit.com, it's retail right now. Jackie, kick us off, would you?
1: Disney Advertising and Walmart Connect to bring closed loop attribution to streaming advertisers. Well, hello there, Fresh Boy listeners. Disney Advertising and Walmart Connect have solidified an agreement to bring the retailer's industry-leading audience solutions and measurement to Disney's addressable streaming inventory. The collaboration will enable enhanced audience targeting and outcome-based measurements for brand campaigns across Disney's streaming portfolio, including Hulu and Disney+, connecting Walmart's customer insights with Disney's proprietary audience graph. Will help advertisers reach their desired audiences and measure the impact of their campaigns through closed-loop attribution.
0: Thanks, Jackie. Andrea, over to you. Hello, Fresh for listeners. NBC Universal and Instacart link up to bring retail media opportunities to TV. NBC Universal and Instacart are expanding their existing partnership to include a new retail media workstream that will enable Instacart's CPG advertisers to connect with consumers. Via NBC Universal's streaming and linear television content. In late 2023, the companies teamed up to include access to NBC Universal's streaming platform Peacock as part of the Instacart Plus membership package. Now, with this new first party data collaboration, advertisers will be able to reach consumers through NBC Universal's content and measure the impact of their campaigns by leveraging ad exposure and purchase data from Instacart. Thank you, Andrea. Melissa, what do you have for us? Amazon has announced a new country that they're opening up. Amazon has announced it will launch a new dedicated website for Ireland in 2025. Currently, most Irish customers use Amazon sites based in the UK or other European countries. The company said the Irish site
1: will mean that users will be able to avoid additional customs charges and currency conversion fees,
0: and it will also lead to faster delivery and returns for many items. All right, over to you, Peter. Welcome to another episode of the CPG Guys podcast. Our co-hosts, Sri Rajagopalan and Peter V.S. Bond, explore how brands and retailers engage with consumers online, in-store, and everywhere in between. And now, here are Sri and Peter. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CPG Guys podcast. I'm PVSB, one of the aforementioned CPG Guys. I'm also the VP of Partner Strategy and Development at Fetch Rewards Mobile Loyalty Platform. Today, we're coming to you from sunny Las Vegas, site of the 2021 Grocery Shop Conference. And if you can't tell from my hoarse voice after talking for several days, well, I'm usually joined on this educational journey about how brands and retailers engage consumers in an increasingly digitally driven world by my good friend and a thought leader in the consumer packaged goods industry, Shri Rajkapalan, but it's his birthday week. And given he's celebrating the big five, oh, yes, Shri, you're now playing what I lovingly refer to is the back nine of our time on this globe revolving around the sun. But understandably, Shri is enjoying the event with his family at home in Los Angeles, which is also the home of the reigning World Series champion and 2021 playoff bound Los Angeles Dodgers had to slip that in. Anyhow, before we get to our guest, I will remind our audience that all of our content over 130 episodes is available on 40 plus podcasting platforms, virtual assistants. So much more content can be found by simply visiting CPG guys. And the best part, it's all free. If you aren't already following us on LinkedIn, just enter CPG guys in the search box. And when you get to our page, simply click follow. That way you'll get to see all of our content we are producing. And as I said, the best thing about it is no cost. <laughs> Anyhow, also we recently announced a partnership that we're forming with the network of executive women born from the CPG retail industry. New represents 13,500 plus members in 22 regions, representing 900 organizations across North America and 300 plus national and regional corporate sponsors. And it's a strong collective voice for everyone in the corporate world who wants to see gender equality become a reality. More about this partnership coming soon. Now on to our main event. Anyone who has listened to this podcast, even a small degree knows that we have explored the dramatic changes in omnichannel shopping behavior over the last year and a half. Trying to measure the changes occurring so that brands and retailers can make highly informed business decisions is at the very top of priorities for marketers and sales professionals in CPG retail. The CPG guys have partnered with Nielsen IQ to explore how omnichannel measurement and insights are responding to the evolving shopping behaviors. In the first episode of our series earlier this year, we spoke with Liz Buchanan and Natalie Williams. We're pleased to continue the conversation with Nielsen IQ and to explore some remarkable, at least certainly by my evaluation, new capabilities in Omnichannel that they have recently announced. Please join me in welcoming back to the podcast, Liz Buchanan, Managing Director of Customer Success. And making his very first of what I hope will be many appearances with us, Harvey Moss, Senior Vice President, Omni Consumer and Retail Performance, North America. Wow, it's a long title, Harvey. Uh, Liz, Harvey, welcome to the CPG Guys podcast.
1: We're great, Peter. How are you?
0: I am doing so great. Doing amazing, Um, Peter. Hey, can you, uh, before we get started, uh, first of all, I'll put in the liner notes of this podcast a link to Nielsen IQ and particularly the solution that you guys are gonna be talking about Great. today. But why don't you, uh, first of all, just give us a brief overview for our audience of exactly what Nielsen IQ does. you want me to take it?
1: Do it. Okay, so most people will know the Nielsen brand um, as a 90-year-old brand. More in maybe the media space is a public-facing brand the Nielsen ratings. Earlier this year, we split actually apart from the broader Nielsen organization to form a newly independent company, Nielsen IQ, focused exclusively on measuring consumer and retail. Um, and we're going to talk a lot today about exactly what we're doing in that space. But Nielsen IQ is completely focused on that in over 100, over 100 countries.
0: Terrific. That's that's really helpful list. So I'm going to open up the podcast interview for Harvey, because Harvey, you're really new. To Nielsen IQ. In fact, you recently joined them from Target. Right. I'm I'm very intrigued to understand from you what was it about this role that said, hey, I'm willing to come over to the service provider side and and lead this initiative. Well, first, thank you, Peter, and, and thanks for having us on the podcast. You know the
2: background of retail has been fascinating. It's been moving at a lightning pace. You think about you know, my background. I was I was blessed to be in, in negotiations at Target, and then merchandising, and then marketing, and then building Roundel from a retail media standpoint. And that entire ecosystem was so full of opportunity, um, and also lots of white space that you know Nielsen can really solve. We talk about omni, which is really my my core responsibility here, in building omni. Um, you look at just what exists out there in the marketplace today, and there's nothing quite like understanding the evolving behavior that data doesn't hasn't evolved with in terms of the the times. So if you think about how supply chain has moved, right, post-COVID, things change really, really quickly. Data and measuring and analyzing that hasn't moved as quickly. And so that's really what we're here to build, is to provide our, our clients, manufactured retailers with the most
0: comprehensive view of the market, garden and truth. And that opportunity is incredible. So that's why I'm here. Brilliant. That's helpful. So you mentioned talk about change and how rapid it is. I think we both know, and I don't need to tell you guys that omnichannel commerce has undergone radical transformation in the last 18 months. What emerging trends uh, have your attention right now in this space? Yeah. Great
2: question, Peter. So, you know, here at grocery shop, I presented here at NGA. Why don't I share with you the trends that I presented and the ones that we had the, the most reaction,
0: whether it be positive or negative. I love that because we're sharing for people who weren't at the conference, some of the insights you provided. So great. you're expanding to a broader audience. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. You know, the first thing, the least surprising thing is that the Omni
2: shopper is here and it continues to rise. Um, and, and the separation of just being able to see online and offline sales doesn't cut it anymore. And I think people are starting to realize and companies are starting to realize that just understanding those two things and not being able to measure everything in between has been incredibly difficult. You pair that with things like, Americans are, are really sensitive about financial security and you talk about um, just the economy changing with forced behavior. We talked about consumers that previously shopped at stores and 20% of those stores were gone. I mean, all these things kind of blend into a view that people are trying to decipher, which is what is actually happening in the marketplace right now and getting that accurate, precise truth is so difficult to find. Some of the trends we saw that were really interesting. Um, the uh, slide that I think garnered the most attention was our impulse slide. So, the definition of impulse. And I shared, you know, working for a retailer, this constant evolution of building the checklist of the future. And then I shared that, you know, frozen foods is one example. 22% of Omni shoppers actually consider frozen foods an impulse buy. And uh, I asked a question, I said, what does that look like for the future of Checklane? Does it mean high-velocity items um, won't perform well in an omni-channel world? It was, a, it was purely a question. And I, I, I just want to be clear that they will still perform. The question is really, does the definition of impulse change now in an omni-channel environment? Because what shoppers are telling us now is, look, frozen foods, when I was a buyer, That was never even in the consideration set we talked about impulse. But they're dictating and telling us that this is the behavior they're looking at, and it's really our obligation to use data to figure out things like that as a means to deliver a better customer experience. So that was the biggest trend that we saw, and that got a lot of attention at both shows. The second is this consideration between price and quality, because despite this financial situation that we're in, uh, Americans are saying, "I, I really want to start saving more money because I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Omni shoppers are saying, I really want quality and premium over low price. And so, again, another example of the Omni shopper bending what we would consider prior truths potentially. And those trends have been um, quite debatable here over the past couple of days. But uh, it's been a really fun conversation.
0: You know, I think about that concept of impulse all the time. And I start thinking about how do you get them to want to buy that as their in the physical store they're walking through the aisle and you do have that checkout and that is i'm i remember on my early days working with coca-cola when i would do a, a store walk with a route driver they would first go to the checkout and fill the cooler then go do displays then do the shelf and go back to the cooler one time because if they could fill one more bottle that had sold that's where the margin was yeah. and so what do you do i start thinking about your old company and target and i thinking, well now that what do they do with pickup well, maybe it just changes what the experience is when they're sitting there waiting for the product to be brought right. and Absolutely. how do you capture that impulse opportunity? So I agree with you, there's a lot that uh, that can be done. So you mentioned we're a grocery shop here in 2021, and I'm sure you're talking to a lot of people. So what, from your perspective, are you hearing at the show that the attendees are really talking about that's got their curiosity peaked? Oh, Peter, we joked, we saw other last night. Uh,
2: there's a little thing called e-com that's kind of a big deal right now. Shocker. You know, a lot of the comes about e-com. Um, fulfillment is still top of mind. We talk about social influence being top of mind. But, you know, it all really boils down to e-com. And I think that's the one thing I want to go back and just touch on really quickly is we, we talked about the definition of Omni. And I've heard that word being used in so many different contexts. You know, with Omni, what we really believe at Nielsen IQ is that Omni is literally just the measure of the entire commerce marketplace. That's really all it is. And it's the umbrella that encompasses all consumer behavior i mean and those two things it's the intersection it's all e-com so when i hear things like my shopper marketing my retail media my direct mail as at ng they're talking about you know circular and i'm like you you look at circular as a traditional kind of print medium but all of these things are actually interconnected in the in the omni e-commerce space and you can't just look at those things agnostically anymore so what i find really interesting is that there's all of these discussions happening about, you know, what do I put my digital marketing into in the future? How do I impact my trade budgets? What do I do to kind of capture more ROAS? And the whole world now with e is interconnected. In fact, that e term is really just, it's it's how consumers shop now, anytime, anywhere, with whatever device they want to use. And it's all interconnected. And if the circular gets them there, I mean, that is actually an influence into the e ecosystem. And I think that's, the, that's what we're trying to prove through data. Yeah. And it's been very hard to do.
1: Historically. That-
2: that-
0: yeah,
1: no, I was just going to say historically, it's been hard to do, but I think, I think we're making some big steps in that space, which is why it's so exciting.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think about the circular, you know, those are going digital too, right? right. And, they be, and they become shoppable themselves. That's right. And I think about all the content that sits behind them suddenly. So that kind of leads to my next question, which is the measurement aspect, because it's great to do things. But if you really want people to invest against it, they need to know that it moves the needle. So from your perspective, in your opinion, what are the key measurement deficiencies in Omnichannel and what have been the friction points to date in doing really meaningful measurement? You want me
1: to take it?
2: Yeah, you're the OG in the space. <laughs> OG? Oh, She's the OG in the space. You're so, the Vicki
0: Gunvalson I, of, of Omnichannel.
2: I don't even know who that is Okay, here.
0: sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Real Housewives of, of Orange County.
1: Got it. I, not see, where I expected my, you to go, actually. My I,
0: It is my guilty pleasure. I, I am, will totally own it.
1: I'm so happy to know that. Um, I
0: didn't know who it was either.
1: So, okay. it, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Sorry. so um, the measurement space has traditionally been challenging, right? And we've talked about this, I think, even on the prior episode. Mm-hmm. you The industry sort of thought about e-commerce and brick and mortar as a, a comma and not an and, right? So you looked at brick and mortar measurement. You looked at e-commerce measurement. E-commerce was traditionally challenging to even get the data uh, for most of the Retailers out there are not cooperating in the same way that they do with brick and mortar um, sales, and so creating that measurement was was you know something that took a lot of R and D. Um, but now putting it together is one of the biggest um, challenges the industry faces. And in doing so, everybody's been kind of cobbling together their own views. There's a lot of and this is like getting into the sausage making, but there's a there's a lot of duplication mm-hmm. across the the two halves of that equation that has to actually be deduplicated in order to get a comprehensive view. So. Do the brick-and-mortar sales include click-and-collect you know, trips? And how do you tease those out to really understand click-and-collect as an independent um, fulfillment approach, right? And so that's what we've been working really hard at, is bringing that together into an and, and really doing that deduplication, being able to understand those drivers. <clears throat> and that's I think that's what the next big unlock is going to be.
0: Yeah, to me, it's, uh, it's things like that. It's things like, how do I tease out data from marketplaces? Yes, that yes. That, it actually gets merged in with the store data. How do you get that? That's something right I'm right. okay. So from your perspective mm-hmm. then, to build a better measurement system, what capabilities need to be true to actually have that measurement tool answer <clears throat> the reality of what is going on?
1: Yeah, so I'll, I'll start, and then maybe if you wanna build, um, Harvey. I think the, f- the first thing is that it truly does have to be comprehensive to the point that Harvey made earlier about Omni's, the new umbrella term for measuring commerce. We are going after the growth areas and looking to cover the growth areas. And so when we think about coverage, our commitment is to provide the broadest coverage inclusive now of that, that total Omni landscape. Um, but there's there's a, a depth of that data and a reliability of that data that's required in order for anyone to actually do anything with it and make it actionable, right? And so. Where we have kind of currency quality um, point of sale information, of course, we utilize that. And where we don't, we find the best surrogate possible. And so we've got some really exciting things that we're building that actually replicate or or um, are just as good as as the point of sale data, but are really based on kind of new novel approaches to measurement. So there's, there's this R&D, as I mentioned before, that's going on around how do we build a better mousetrap to really get This comprehensive view, and then also the depth and granularity that's needed to be able to actually action it.
2: Brilliant. And then you look at just the sheer amount of disparate data sources that are available today. And for us, you know, we navigate through that entire landscape. And it's probably why NielsenIQ was excited about my background here, because quite simply, there are new ways to get at the data that have probably existed outside of the traditional NielsenIQ business in the past. And I think now what's really exciting is stitching together all of those things. I mean, with retail media, we were at the point where we can measure at the consumer level, like item level detail and conversion to consumer level. And we think about extracting that out, the total Omni measurement ecosystem as a future consideration. I mean, the power of this is amazing, but our job is to figure out how to make it easy and really taking all those disparate data sources and make it easy for retailers and manufacturers to get a really great view. And that's the vision, that's the goal, because again, um, we always joke like, Omni Sales, we demystified. Everyone's been asking me about the methodologies and technology. Mm-hmm. And literally, I said, you know, I'm going to get and give you the secret sauce. I mean, really, it's just taking one piece of data that we have, which is the EPOS data from retailers, Is taking our ePanel, our customer source data, and all we're doing is stripping out all the double counted stuff. I mean, that's really in a nutshell what it is. Yes. And I think when you d- demystify it that way, retailers and marketers have to understand what it really means. Right. Because when we go through the PR and the pitch, they get a little intimidated on, I don't know how to use this, I'm not sure what it means for me, and really all we're trying to say is, don't you wanna know that the things that you're actually measuring are real, precise, not double counted? Yeah. And that's really like the Cliff's Notes version of what Omni Sales is really all about. And we're hoping to do that across a lot of different products, because again, the easier we can make it, the smarter our retailers and partners become, and that ultimately leads to great consumer
0: experiences, which is what we're all in this for. So you mentioned omni sales. Mm-hmm. As we record this second day of grocery shop, you made a big announcement about omni sales. Yeah. Can you tell us what this is about and why this is a game changer in terms of measuring omni channel? I'm letting you two take this one.
2: Because <laughs> like they let me be the face of it. Liz, you and the team that you built it. Before I got here. So I've been taking the credit for it. Don't get me wrong, this has been amazing. Um, but really, it's it's cool. I want Liz to be Thank able to take you. the credit I don't for know, what they I, built. I don't know if you know this, but I have a face for podcasting. So,
1: <laughs> so. so um, you said not me, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> that, that umbrella view we talk about, right? The comprehensive measurement and the deduplication mm-hmm. of that, bringing it all together. So we've had. You know, brick and mortar measurement for years, best in class. We've had a, a fantastic product around um, e commerce measurement, and we're bringing that together to form our Omni Sales solution. We do all of that deduplication for you, um, and we've put it into our Connect platform. So it's really that comprehensive end to end view. Our goal is that this does become the system of record measurement for our customers.
0: So, what I hear you telling our audience is you, between Omni Shopper and now, Omni Sales, You have a fully operational platform for measuring Omnicommerce.
1: That's right. Measuring and then diagnosing, being able to actually understand what is happening with the shopper. I think that piece of it is so important. Um, -hmm. there are, there are, you know, other players in the market that maybe have one piece or they have a, a version of one piece of that, but nobody has both. Nobody truly has the truth set measurement data and a longitudinal same shopper over time comprehensive omni shopper panel understanding and and that those solutions talk to one another and you can actually drill down and see this is what's going on with my performance now let me understand the, the shopper consumer lens to that that's that really is new
2: but and wait hey, I'm gonna put on my salesperson hat here like infomercial time <laughs> like let's prove it to you um, That's right. I mean, we're so confident in it. Like, my team is standing by, ready. We'll do free demo. We literally want you to use it. I was just sharing with a client yesterday who was a little apprehensive because she said, "If this is really everything you say it's going to do, this solves a lot of problems we've been having in the past." I said, "Look, use it, take it, and the best thing you can do is break it because then I can make it better." But that—that's honestly, like, for all of you listening right now. Call us. We've got a whole team, a big team, standing by, ready. We want to get the tool in your hands and use it. We think the competitive product is good. Like there are a lot of things out there, but what it might do is expose. What we call the blind spots mm-hmm. that maybe exist right now. That hey, if we can help you fix those blind spots again, like our passion is to get that consumer experience to a point where those blind spots no longer exist. Um, that's what we're here to do.
0: But wait. But wait. There's, there's more. <laughs> You get an entire set of Ginsu two steak knives. I, 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 who's buying those? I didn't buy them. I want. Of our no, I know. Oh, but gosh. but you're not only rest. You built a fully functional platform. But you're also thinking future state. You followed up the announcement on Omni Sales with yet another announcement a couple days later. You're making some investments in uh the future state by bringing into the nielsen iq family both data impact and rakuten intelligence wow can you help us understand how those pieces finish the puzzle or at least make the puzzle stronger than what it already was well first rakuten and
2: data impact family we are so excited to have you because this is this is like a match made in heaven Peter, I talked about earlier just there are so many data sources out there available that we need to stitch together. And currently, the stuff we have is really good. Data impact and Rakuten make it really great. So to be clear, on the Rakuten side, a lot of the ePanel is actually powered by Rakuten today. So for us on that piece, it's the ability to invest, to be agile, to now have the data sets owned by one source of truth. Um, Rakuten also gives us a lot of other breaks, which we're excited about. I mean, non-endemic categories, Peter, which we have not traditionally provided as Neil IQ in the past. Financial services, which we have an arm, but it's a very different piece of that business. Those are all things from a data standpoint that we are now getting as part of Rakuten. And I think evolving that at a rate that we couldn't do before with two standalone companies, yep. while they've been fantastic partners, having it all under one family will be fantastic. And the data impact side, was most. Ex- what we're most excited about is it brings in this entirely new source of publicly available consumer source scraped data in a frequency and at an agility level and at a granularity that we've never had before in the past. I mean, we're talking about um, store level by day, by, day. by UPC. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're talking millions of signals that we're getting that we didn't have before. The more signals we have, more granular and precise the data gets. Um, the future is very, very, very strong. But I do want to make it clear that Omni Sales, Omni Shopper, as they sit today, they are fully operational, like they are not alpha products. Uh, data, data impacted, right, can make things better. But right now, the tool is fully operational, ready to be used. It will only get better and better and better from here.
1: Well, it's kind of like, you know, as I was saying, we're investing <laughs> in the future growth, right? So as we think about what comes next, it's also being able to really get to omni-causals. So today, when you think about, you know, your traditional um, sort of data discovery approach, you go into your data set, you look at your performance metrics and you want to understand, is it distribution? Is it price? Is it, you know, any of those standard causals we all know and love now expand that to truly being an omni-view of causals, including all of the stuff that everyone is super eager for around digital shelf. And not the comma, right? The and. We're looking at this comprehensively so you can really understand the combined brick and mortar and digital um, causal impact. And that, that I think, is sort of the next horizon of Omni Analytics for us. And, and Data Impact and Rakuten help us in a big way with unlocking that.
2: You see so excited we get about it? It's like <laughs> we geek out over it big time. But a little. I mean, you know, we, we talked about the industry has a lot of what right now. Like what happened? What happened? We, we have a lot of that data. Everyone can get it. The why it happens, what we're really passionate about. Yeah. The why it happened is the fuzzy part. These two actions help us better get to the why, um, and the causals, the longitudinal behavior. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, I think the future is incredibly bright. And what we're hoping to is like this sets a new benchmark for the industry mm-hmm. in terms of what is acceptable measurement. Yeah. That's right. And that's the goal is to continue to improve
0: upon that and make the industry better and better, and better and smarter. Yeah. What I hear you both saying is right now with with Omni Sales and previously Omni Shopper together, you have a fully operational activation of measurement and, and insights. That's right. And what you're also investing in with these two new acquisitions is we're gonna make that one even better going forward. Yep. And brands and retailers in the industry who want to get a handle of, of Omni, this is where you should be you're hitting exactly what the market needs right now at a very critical juncture because we've seen massive transformation and this is going to help answer questions answer very important questions for brands and retail so that's terrific we're going to include in the digital liner notes of this podcast episode links to your linkedin profiles awesome. links to NielsenIQ, iq both online and their linkedin their linkedin page and we're going to include a link to the deck that you referenced where people can go learn about it we encourage Our audience, if you want Harvey served it up. You want a demo? You want to see it? No cost? Bring it on. Bring it on. I love to hear that. Liz, Harvey, such a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Always fun to talk to you, Peter. And that's it for us today. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to speaking with you on the next episode of the CPG Guys podcast.